This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1750, Evolving English, Until versus Till versus Till. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. English evolves. Today, learn a surprising fact about the word until and get four phrases about how to use until and till in a catchy and relevant way in English. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey there, Aubrey. How's it going today? I'm great. How are you? What's up with you? What's up with me? What's up with me? <laughs> What's shaking, as I like to say? What's shaking? Oh, not much. Did I just see your puppy behind you? Yeah. You guys, this is on video. I think I saw him walk he by. Was. He's he's two so now. Cute. He's two now, which is crazy. He's still a puppy. He's not a puppy anymore. That went fast. Mm, but he's still got the heart of a puppy. He really does. He just wants to play all day. He sees a dog. He's like, let's play. And he goes nuts. It's just so cute. Yeah. I love that. That's actually really fun. Do you take him to like a dog park pretty often to play with other dogs? We do. We do that a lot. We just did that last night. We took him there and he went around and they were all just very bouncy dogs. They were having so much fun. It's adorable. It is the best thing. It makes it a lot easier to meet people, right? When if you have a kid or a dog, I feel like it's easier to approach other adults and then talk about the dog or the kid. That's very (laughs) true. That's very true. I love it. I love it. What's going on in your world today? Yeah, well, my kids are in school, so I'm getting a lot done. I'm very excited to be on the mic with you. We had a really interesting question. I was just letting Lindsay know that I actually learned kind of something um, researching a little bit for this question. Okay. Because English is evolving, you guys. Words change. The dictionary is updated constantly to match more how we're using words. Yes. Which I always say, don't correct anyone's grammar, because for all you know, it's changed. (laughs) The dictionary has been updated and it's different from what you learned maybe from a textbook. 
Yeah, that can happen sometimes. Absolutely. And I really do believe like we, you know, that's part of Allers English's kind of concept or vision is that language is dynamic. It does change. There are certain people that believe that language is, is static and that it doesn't change and that it should be preserved but preserved back to what, right? If, if you're going to go that route, right. should we be speaking like Shakespeare or what, right? Old English? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we like exactly. to go with reality and reality is that it's always changing. Yeah, exactly. Right. And this we're talking about until and till today. Okay. And it has, it has changed. So you've likely heard native English speakers use till in multiple contexts. Mm. So today we're going to break down how we use this and share ways that you can use it to build connections while answering a very insightful listener question. Okay. So the key words are until and till then, is that right? Just to make sure we're clear. Okay. Good. Yep, exactly. Great. Well, Aubrey, do you want to read the question for us, Lindsay? I was going to ask you if you would read it for us today. Oh, sure. I'm on it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So this is from Alan. He said, hi, Lindsay, Michelle, Jessica, and Aubrey. I've been listening to Allers English for a couple of years now. I must say you're fascinating. Your podcast has really taken me to the high league of English speakers. I love that. I was wondering if you could discuss what the differences are between the use of after and till after. I've heard here and there how people use it, but I guess that there's a... Oh, I've got the wrong question here. Sorry, we're going to have to start over. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where I put the question, but no that's problem. not it. Hey, this is connection, not perfect. We can rescue this episode. Hey, guys, we made a little mistake. We had the wrong question written in, but do you, can you paraphrase the question from the student maybe? You think? Oh, no, this is it. This is this it. This is it. Okay. I was looking at something else. That's funny. We're good. It was after <laughs> and till after. Here we go. Okay. I've heard here and there how people use it, but I guess that there's a subtle difference between them in each case. Thanks again. And keep the high energy best, Alan. That's so funny because <laughs> while I was reading it, I was like, oh, this is more about after. But no, oh. the question is, when do we use after and when do we use till after? Oh. So then the more I dove into it, the question is really about until versus till. So we're going to answer Alan's question and then dive even a little deeper about how until has changed. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to learn something new here too, right? I mean, this is great. These episodes do force us to go deeper into English and really pay attention to what our friends are saying in our world as native speakers. And sometimes we go into the dictionary as well, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. I did need to do that because I wanted to know like, how has this changed? Why has this changed? Yes. Right. What and and I've seen till written apostrophe T I L. Okay. And also T I L L. And honestly, I thought that one was a mistake. And so I dove in a little deeper and turns out it's not. So let's give you guys a little background first of all. Okay. Till, T-I-L-L, was actually used first. That's actually the oldest. What? Interesting. And then we had it evolve to be until. We took a different part of a word, un, and add it to till. And so that's what really has changed. So now when you see T-I-L-L, you think of it as much more informal, but that actually was the original use. That's so fascinating. It's fascinating. That's I thought it was right? just a so, shortening, like a, a lazy version yeah. of until, but it's an original version. Wow. I know. Fascinating, right? So that T-I-L-L is the original version. We use them, of course, in modern English to denote when something will happen. Mm-hmm. Until and till, T-I-L-L, are both still standard. You both see them in the dictionary. Okay. And then, yeah, that's what really surprises people is that till is 
older. But huh. then it's different if you see apostrophe T-I-L. That is what is newer. Right? Okay. We've dropped an L. Add that apostrophe. That's more informal. Okay. Usually we we would just see it in like poems even. But then we've adopted that into spoken English a lot. It's a more informal version yes. to say till. And there's a lot of expressions that we use it in. Sure. Or even songs, lyrics, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. So to jump back to the question really quick, till has the same meaning as until, Mm -hmm. right? So till after means the same thing as until after. Yeah. But it's true that you'll sort of hear them in different contexts. We um, use it most often to give directions for how long someone should wait to do something is when we use till after. Mm. So we have a couple of sentences that you might hear that in. You want to share one of those, Lindsay? Yeah, let's do some examples. Let our listeners kind of sink their teeth into some examples. So yes, <laughs> don't look at this till after school. Right. So maybe it's a letter and the mom doesn't want the kid to look at it before during school. So you have to wait until after or till after school. Right. Exactly. Or you can't have dessert till after dinner. Oh, I always hated that. <laughs> I always wanted dessert. <laughs> you know, first. Right? Dessert first, always. Uh-huh. <laughs> or we waited till after it stopped raining to go outside. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Now, it's interesting to note these just have the same meaning as until after. Right. So it would not be incorrect to say, you know, don't don't look at this until after school. You can't have dessert until after dinner. Mm -hmm. The reason we often choose till is to save time, right? We're shortening words all the time and depending on the rhythm of the sentence. So sometimes you will hear a native say until or till instead. And it is sort of to keep because English has a certain rhythm. Uh huh. I think you just froze up there a little bit for me, Aubrey. Are you there? Can you hear me? Hello? Yes. Okay. Can you hear we're me? Good. We're good. Oh, our video froze, but we're back. We're back on track. <laughs> All right. So going into the next piece, right? I think I missed part of what you said. Keep going, Aubrey. <laughs> yeah. So we also use till, the apostrophe T-I-L, mm-hmm. just to replace until. And we don't always add after. And the meaning is a little different. So when we're saying till after, we're giving a specific time. Until after something specific, school right. or dinner. Right. But just till, we might say, you know, don't open till you're birthday until the day of your birthday until later it's a more undefined or general time got it I love it I love it so good and again this is such natural English we need this little construction to be able to communicate in everyday English it's so common of course we're always talking about time frames right yeah And there are some really fun phrases that are commonly written with this more informal apostrophe Mm T-I-L. So we're going to share three of you, of three of these with you. You should definitely be using them. You want to understand them when natives use them. You've likely heard them before. And maybe you didn't understand why we would say until or till. Now, you know, it's just we're speaking faster. We're shortening it. It would be grammatically accurate to say until. But for these next three expressions, it actually would be a little strange to say until. Until because they've become idiomatic in their usage, yeah. where we use this expression word for word just like this. Exactly. So for example, mm-hmm. till next time. Yes. Right. You'll often hear this, an announcer will say, till next time, meaning like see you next time. And yeah. it would be strange for them to say, until next time. Right. I love that. And then in line, the same line, same idea is till we meet again. Where do we hear that typically? I'm trying to place that, Aubrey. Where would I hear that? 
till we you meet know, again. You know, I hear that most often in church. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it'll it'll often be in songs. Like we said, it's poetic, right? Yeah. It's in songs. Okay. And we'll hear that idea till we meet again. And it is a songs. little more formal. I I can imagine maybe one of my grandparents saying this to, this to me, you know, till we meet again. Yeah. Even though you're using that T-I-L, it's sort of a formal way of saying, see you later. Yeah. See you next time we see you. I love it. So you may hear it, guys. You can decide which of these you really want to use and which of them don't make sense with your own personality, right? That's that's where you guys Definitely. are at right now with your English, which is so exciting. You can be creative with your language. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Number two is shop till you drop. What about you, Lindsay? Do you like to shop till you drop? I hate shopping. That means like shop for a long time. That doesn't mean go and buy one thing and leave. No, I hate shopping. I am not a shopper. (laughs) I sometimes I'll have like it's hit or miss for me, right? Every time. But if I have like a hit, like early, if it has to be early on in my shopping day that I find something that is perfect and it fits, and then I'll feel really positive about it. But eventually I hit a wall and it's like an hour or two. I cannot, I can't do it. I lose energy. It's so draining for me shopping. I love that expression. It's the same for me. And I love that to hit a wall. Yeah, It's such a, like a visual right? where you imagine just a wall and you cannot go farther. You can't do it anymore. It's rough. I get there quickly. Yeah. It's what about you, Aubrey? Do you like to shop till you drop? I'm the same. (laughs) Really don't like shopping, especially if it's for like, I'll have to take my kids shopping. Yeah, of course. And that's the hardest because it's not, I'm not even shopping for myself. There's nothing fun where it's just sort of a, a duty, something you have to do. I try to make it fun. My kids love shopping, so I have to be okay with it taking longer <laughs> than I want to be there. But I'm the same. I hit a wall and I'm just done. No, let's go. That's funny that your kids <laughs> love shopping and you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like worst case scenario, but I guess it wouldn't be fun either if I love shopping and dra- I had to drag them with me and they didn't love true, it. True. That but honestly, be. sometimes they're old enough now that I can just drop them off at the mall or at Target. Yeah. I'll just give them money and be like, just go shop. That's I don't perfect. want to go you with you. You decide what you want to wear. Yeah. No, shopping is the, the mall, the mall culture. I can't stand. We have quite a mall yeah. culture in the United States and I am not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I know it's, I feel like it's for like young teenagers. Yeah anymore, right? Yes. I don't want to be at a mall, but they love it. They, they love, love it. wandering shop to shop. And it's like a social Maybe thing meeting for them, up right? Friends, yeah. getting a little something to eat, something fun for them to do. Yeah, so it's good. It keeps them out of trouble, right? There you go. Yes. Um, all right. So there's one more that's also very common and fun. What is it, Aubrey? 
Yeah, it's it ain't over till it's over. Uh-huh. You guys have heard this word ain't, which is yes. very slang for isn't. And this whole phrase you'll hear together, it ain't over till it's over, which is easy to understand. It means what it's saying, right? Something yeah. isn't over until it's really over. But we use this more often to, I think, talk about something that we want to end quicker, but we recognize like this is going to take longer. Yeah, that or I also think of in a game, if a team is ahead, let's say I'm watching a baseball game and my team is losing and, you know, but my friend is kind of boasting that that his team is winning, let's say, right? I, I could say it ain't over till it's over, right? We don't. Oh, I, yeah, we that's true. Come we do say saying like, don't count them out. They might be behind, yeah. but it's not over till it's over. Exactly. And guys, we've talked a lot about the word ain't and when it's okay to use it and when you honestly just shouldn't use it. You know, there's just a few words in the English language that we don't recommend. But in this case, it's okay, because it's a chunk. It's a saying. And everyone knows that you're not using ain't in a fully genuine way, right? Aubrey, you're using it in a saying way, and it gives you a pass. You're allowed to use exactly, it. Exactly, right? It makes it more lighthearted and fun. Mm-hmm. It's part of this expression. Yes. And so you could use this ex- expression at business in a meeting, totally. right? If someone's saying, oh, we don't know about this project, things aren't looking good, you say, it ain't over till it's over. Because you're using this expression, it's expected to use that word. So even though it's slang, it would still be appropriate. Exactly. But just as long as you're not taking the word out and using it alone in your own sentence, right. don't do that, especially in business. Um, then you're okay if you stay within the phrase, right? Good yeah, stuff. I'm glad you pointed that out because it's true. Ain't is one of those words that is can be really grating if people are using it in the wrong context. It's very slang. So you do have to be yeah. a little more careful with yeah, it. Yeah, it's a really interesting case. We've talked to Michelle and I have talked quite a bit about that on the show. Um, it's fascinating. There's just a handful of words in English that we, we warn you against, right? Uh, and that's mm-hmm. one of them. So, Definitely. all right, do we have a role play, Aubrey? Yes. So just like we were talking about in the beginning, you and I are friends and we're chatting at a dog park. All right. I love it. I love to be at the dog park. So here we go. I'll start us. Ready? How's it going training your puppy? Well, not bad. Definite improvements, but potty training is still touch and go. Oh, that's rough. It ain't over till it's over. (laughs) That's for sure. What have you got going on for the rest of the day? I have to take my kids school shopping. So, you know, shop till you drop. (laughs) Do you like, do they like, do they like shopping? They like it more than I do. I hate clothes shopping. (laughs) Well, good luck with that. I got to run till next time. (laughs) Nice. I like how our role play here is similar to the conversation that we just had together. That was spontaneous and natural, right? So yes, for sure. Right. You got two examples, one Mm -hmm. scripted and then one that was very spontaneous, but on the same, both about the shopping and about the dog park. Yeah. Very (laughs) interesting. (laughs) Um, I probably just had both on the brain because I wrote that role play. (laughs) Probably. I love it. And here's a bonus phrase for our listeners for today. This will probably be in the app, right? Aubrey, most likely. Yeah, definitely. Touch or something to be touch and go. Mm. You had said, oh, potty training, potty training is still touch and go, which means sometimes it's going great. Sometimes not so great. That's a really fun idiom. Yeah. It really depends on the day. Right. Um, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then I said, oh, that's rough. It ain't over till it's over. That's what you said. Yeah. It ain't over till it's over. And a little intonation there will make that more interesting, guys. It ain't over till it's over. Right. 
Yeah, that's true. We go up in the middle and then back down when we say that expression. Good point. Mm -hmm. And then you asked what I had going on and I said, shop till you drop. So we're going (laughs) shopping. And I'm guessing with the intonation there, I'd been like, you know, shop till you drop. And you could tell. You're "Mm, tell. Doesn't sound like she loves shopping. (laughs) I mean, guys, this is sarcasm, right? And we need to do more episodes, I think, on sarcasm because I'm not sure how common it is in other languages I really or how it's expressed. But obviously you're being yeah, it's sarcastic definitely different here. culture to culture. So that's yes. true. More often, it's it's good to point it out and do specific episodes where we can share. This is how you use sarcasm correctly. Because you can accidentally just be mean without meaning to. <laughs> we do it. Yeah, we're very sarcastic in American English. But you need to. It's like understanding the whole context of everything that, mm-hmm. that is being said. And then you know who's being and sarcastic. Using the right intonation. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. huge. But just to know, guys, that is sarcastic right there. So we'll talk about that another day. Um, let's see what else. And then, then you ended it mm-hmm. right with till next time, yeah, till which next is time. a fun way to just say, see you later. Yeah, that is till next time. Especially if I, I love this for, if we're meeting at a dog park yeah. and that's where I usually see you, right. right? We both have a dog and we're meeting there. You know that you're, you might see me next time you come to the dog park. Yes. That's a very appropriate way to say till next time. Yeah, that makes total sense. And that is the thing we, you can make dog for dog owner friends, right? You meet people and you see the same people over and over. It's kind of a cool little subculture (laughs) in your neighborhood very cool at the park with kids like this happens a lot where you see you run into the same people depending on where you're going yeah and so that would be a great way to say bye until next time time. yeah because that's what brings you together is have your kids at the playground or your dog at the dog park or something like that so good all right what's our takeaway for our listeners for today aubrey Yeah, so to use these expressions with till, they're very native and natural. And then to shorten until, to save time, to be a little more informal. This is very native. This is a good way for you guys to build connections. So maybe listen to this episode again. Pay attention to these example phrases and the role play. How? How do natives use until? How does it change the rhythm? How are we saving time? Mm -hmm. And then you can use these words to, to just sound native and natural, build those connections. Yeah. And huge thank you to our listener, Alan, for sending in this question. We love your questions, guys. You can send them in to lindsay at allearsenglish.com if you have a good question. Good stuff, Aubrey. Yes. All right. Awesome. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for hanging out today. Yeah. Till next time. Bye. Yeah, till <laughs> next Bye. time. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 